You've tuned into Geek Elite Radio. Good luck. Okay, Max, hit enter. You got it, Josh. It just needs a better operating system, Josh. That's all. It needs a better everything. For Josh and Max Carson, every day got them closer to a dream. His name is Newman, because he's going to be a new man someday. Then, one night... Oh, he's adorable. He's okay. He's more than just a plaything. Nice catch. Here you go, Beth. Feel free to tighten my screws anytime. I didn't do that, honestly. More than just a robot. Here comes the weird part. If he seems like family, don't you recognize my voice? That's because he is. Dad? Bingo! And you thought your parents were weird. I can't believe I made it back. How'd you get in there, Dad? Ever since their father's spirit... Matthew Carson's been dead for two years. It is you. ...got into their robot's body. Ooh, I think I'm overheating here. Life just hasn't been the same. Look, if you return me now, I'll try to get them to go easy on you. We're gonna have to find out ourselves. He has mom! Hey, que pasa, dudes? And you thought your parents were weird. I'm not going to tell anyone he's your dad. Besides, who'd believe me? A comedy about modern creations <laughs> and family relations. Uh-oh. <laughs> okay, I had no clue about this movie. Never heard of it before watching this before you mentioned it that's unfortunate mm. Mm. Uh. <laughs> how about unfortunate <laughs> this movie is great <laughs> mm. like right. grated cheese great yes <laughs> it's just so like it's the anticipation I don't even antithesis there you go of <laughs> like late night late 80s, early 90s no, B movie of like it's the 80s, and we want to we we don't know much about robots, but we're gonna yes. just make robots into everything. Yeah, and this one has to do with spirits. And yeah, ghosts. Mm. Beth and... the necromancer. <laughs> wow, it's the best. So, uh, and you thought your parents were weird? Is the movie we're talking about on this episode of VHS Gems? Um... It was very formative for me. <laughs> I watched this movie a lot. Okay, this came out in 1991. Yeah. So, I anybody know if it was a straight to like TV? Because it seems like a TV movie to me. Yeah. It does. I, I think I did record it off of TV. I'm pretty sure I had <laughs> just a recorded VHS of it. I was born that year, so I know our collection of <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so Angela was born that year. You would, that would make you four. Four. Nineteen ninety one. I was nine. Yeah. I, I mean, this should have been right. I should have been the, the <laughs> key target demographic for this movie. Yet I had never heard of it. Yep. You missed it. You missed out. I, I no, no. I missed it. I don't know. I missed out. <laughs> 
I think it's funny that, you know, there's been so many movies that we do where it's like I'm just, I, I or either it's something from my childhood or your childhood, and the other one is just like, why did you like this? <laughs> what is wrong with you? Um, it's pretty... Oh, dude, I don't know. I... I don't know what to say. Like, You're in yeah. awe. I'm not in Because awe. it was awesome. I'm dumbstruck because <laughs> it was bad. Alright, fine. It's not a good movie. <laughs> Uh, okay, um, what is it about this movie that, that really got ca- captured your childhood imagination? Uh, first of all, it has necromancy. It oh, has yeah. robots. You didn't know you what totally that knew. was, though, <laughs> at the age of four. Of course I did. <laughs> it's, okay, it's got robots. It's got kid geniuses. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Angela, things, <laughs> how do you think that played out in, the, in 1991 to have a, a, a teenage girl be able to call up spirits with her Milton Bradley uh, Ouija board? Uh-huh. <laughs> Kids who uh, apparently know how to do all the programming and coding needed to pick up a glass off of a table for a robot. I think these are just like child goals that every child wanted. <laughs> right? <laughs> not that saying this I This movie's just it. wish fulfillment. <laughs> I, I mean, it's also funny, like, the, the, the items that they put on this robot, like, uh, instead of having a left arm, it's got a, a lamp, a desk lamp. Yeah. You know, oh, yeah. The, the right arm is, is a hand that has microphones on it so that it can tell... How hard to grab something or not grab something? Like yes. Microfibers. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, the science is sound. A colander for a head, a wet vac for a body. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> it's like it is every kid's dream just to grab whatever's around in their house and turn it into a friend. I very well might have taken apart <laughs> my mom's shop vac and threw a colander on the top of it. <laughs> Newman? <laughs> Newman! You son of a bitch! I know you're in there! <laughs> Answer me! Well, obviously you forgot the part where you had to call upon the, the Dark Lord mm. Satan. I didn't have <laughs> Beth the Necromancer to help me out. Well, that's your own fault. It you is. You get Beth the Necromancer in on it. God damn it. <laughs> I want that as my new username. <laughs> Beth the Necromancer. <laughs> With flowers everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it, okay, so, okay, so the director of this movie was also the writer. It's uh, one Tony Cookson. Yes. Yep. Familiar with any of his work? Either one of you? Nope, and I've seen that. Like he... He's a titan of industry. <laughs> he's with like three whole credits. Yeah. All that he's written and directed, too. Yeah. Done in three, man. <laughs> he had a short called Ringers, which he wrote and directed. Everyone knows Ringers. Which they love on, it. Which it's then a, went on got a cult to, following. And you thought your parents were weird. And then finally, Love Happens in 1991. It does. Which, is it the one I'm thinking of? Oh, no, it wasn't the one I was thinking of. I was thinking of the one with uh, uh, French Stewart. But I think that's called something else. This has Megan Price and Ken Marino. That's pretty cool. Ah. 
There you go. You don't even know who Ken Marino I is. I do know who Ken Marino is. Who's Ken Marino? He's the guy in the movies, and he kind of is like a jerk sometimes, but he's also kind of like a nice guy. That's like half of the characters <laughs> in Hollywood. Yeah, but not the ones named Ken Marino. <laughs> Look, he's, it's just that one. He's the he's the jerk uh, private investigator in, in Veronica Mars. Yeah, there you go. I was thinking of that same guy. That's that's who it is. I don't know why I sound hollow? Like you guys sound good, but my, my audio sounds hollow. Because you're dead inside. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't think that's what it is. We have to get Beth the Necromancer to help with this. <laughs> Why? She might put Alan Thicke's spirit into my body. That would be yeah. amazing! <laughs> Why wouldn't you want that? I don't want that at all. It sounds terrible. You can prank call, call up Robin Thicke. <laughs> that would be the best. How's that music career going? <laughs> Make, making some songs? Got characters in those songs? Uh... So, t- yeah, Tony Cookson, three movies, that's it. And he was done. We also have... Now, okay, one thing I did notice about this movie is even though... Even though I'd never heard of it, just about every actor in it, I had seen somewhere else. Yes. So that was pretty cool. You have um, the two main brothers, which is uh, Max and Josh Carson. Uh, Matt, er, Max Carson... When I saw his face, it's like I really looked really looked familiar for him, and I had to I had to go to IMDb to figure it out. Mm-hmm. He was the son of Eric Roberts in Best of the Best and Best of the Best Two. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> now I think those are some we, we, we did. They the, got the best of the best right? for this movie. <laughs> it's in the name. We need to do some uh, a, a nice little martial arts like uh, yeah movie uh, spin. Oh my god, we made a list for monsters. That our next one is martial arts. Martial arts. <laughs> oh, have, and I already have I like a whole like, list. It needs to be like three different things because now there's three of us making the list. Ah, so fair like enough. one martial art, one uh, uh, robot, and then one I don't know. Why do I have to be a robot? You don't have to be a robot. I think you're trying to say something. You are a robot, so... I'm okay with that. Robots are awesome. Uh... And, and then and, and one uh, animal movie. I don't know. We'll, we'll have to do a mixture of three things. It doesn't have to be those three things. I'm just saying. Whatever Angela picks. Basically <laughs> Whatever I can remember. Because <laughs> I missed... Five years, five That's or six true. years. You know, you, you, you were born in 91, and we've tried to do 85 to 95 in this little podcast. All these things are new to me. <laughs> Very true. Um, we, okay, so... Warriors of Virtue. Warriors of Virtue, I think. Is that 95? Is that fit in there? Uh, it's, I think it's 96. Uh, however, he is also... Uh, what the Max Carson, which was play, played by Eden Gross, but it's animals and martial arts. That does fit the bill for two of the things. It's perfect. Is there a robot in there too somewhere? Oh, so close. There's like people with like prosthetic metal limbs. Close enough, right? <laughs> <laughs> That's the step beyond is robot. So. Exactly. Uh, well, Eden Gross was also the voice 
of the child's play Chucky dolls. Like, so before oh. Chucky takes over the body of the doll, like oh, it has okay. its own, the, the toy voice that it's supposed to, hi, I want to be your friend. You know, that voice. <laughs> that's the kid. Huh. <laughs> Fair enough. So, uh. Yeah, you know, you're probably pulling in that residual check for every time they, oh, yeah. they make a new Child's Play movie. I think he's probably the most successful now out of all of them. <laughs> Sounds of that, yeah. yeah. Uh, Joshua John Miller played Josh Carson. Uh, now, as soon as I saw him up on the screen, I knew that he was the younger brother in Teen Witch. Which is just terrible that you know that because that's a horrible movie it is a horrible movie but it is a cult classic now (sighs) it has take that the rap made by you know by by two teen jewish kids in the street (laughs) that's what it is is. and you know uh, you two are too much (laughs) and blake lively is a as a teen witch now what? <laughs> no, not Blake Lively. Robin Lively. Robin oh, Lively is actually okay. Blake Lively's sister. Oh, so there you go. Holy crap! Um, which I thought was interesting because the voice of Newman and the father of this family, Matthew Carson, is Alan Thicke. Yes, Alan Thicke is also known for a certain robot movie called Not Quite Human, where he yeah. plays Doctor Jonas Carson, who creates a android son. Dude, I love that movie too. I bet you do. Yeah. But it's funny that they're both named Carson. Carson. Yeah, that's it's, fucking cool. There's got to be a weird connection in here somewhere. I mean, we have to watch that next uh, now. <laughs> oh no, what have I done? <laughs> what have I, there's like four parts to that movie. I know. Like they're all awesome. Not Quite Human, Not Quite Human 2, and Still Not Quite Human. And then I think there's a, a movie or like a TV yeah, I'm already. done trying to be human. <laughs> Fuck humanity. Last one. <laughs> but uh, uh, the prequel to Terminator. Robin Lively plays uh, Alan Thicke's daughter in that movie. In Not Quite Human. Holy shit! It's right? all connected. It's all connected. Dude, we just stumbled onto some serial shit. VHS gems. Just, we're we're gonna get deep with this shit now. VHS investigates. <laughs> On this season of VHS gems, you'll see there there was a force to be reckoned with, reckoned with in the early '90s, known as the Robin Lively Triumvirate, <laughs> the Alan Thick Force. Uh, <laughs> um, yes. Now the mother, Sarah Carson, was played by Marcia Strassman, who I recognized her as the mother from the Honey I Shrunk the Whatever movies. Those movies are great too. Honey I Shrunk the Kids yeah. is an amazing movie. Honey I Blew Up the Baby. I didn't like that one. What? I, I don't know. What? <laughs> Making the thing big instead of the kids small was just not cool. Oh my god, it was brilliant. The only thing I liked about that they one... They beat the baby by <laughs> fucking hella carrying in his giant bunny <laughs> that they blew up. It was amazing. And then they had to make the mom big. They did. Down. Yeah, because he was on a fucking rampage. Little <laughs> bastard. The only thing I liked Couldn't about that one was that... I remember I had gone to Wet n Wild in Las Vegas so many times, and that was like 
prominently shown <laughs> in the beginning of that movie because that's where the kid had a job at. Yes. So that's what I thought. I remember that. Well, that's the only thing I liked about that movie. It's a great movie. <laughs> it's not. You just don't like good movies. Honey, I Shrunk the Kids is a good movie, though. It is a good movie. That's the I good agree. one. I agree. And then what's the third one? Honey, um, I Shrunk Ourselves? Yeah, yeah. Honey, We Shrunk Ourselves. Is it even Rick Moranis? Yes. But it's a different mom, isn't it? Didn't they change out moms? I think so. <laughs> and then they now. had Honey, We Shrunk the Kids, the TV series. I remember that. And Which, that wasn't Rick Moranis? No, that was... It was his brother or something? No, no, no. It's not his brother. It's um, the guy who played uh, opposite Tom Hanks in Bosom Buddies. Uh, he's a very good friend of Tom Hanks, like because obviously they were in Bosom Buddies. Bosom Buddies? But they eventually, you know, eventually Tom Hanks' career went one way, and, and I can't remember the other guy's name right now. Not Rick Moranis. <laughs> Not Rick Moranis. But very similar to Rick Moranis. <laughs> very similar looking, yes. Um, so that's what, yeah, that's where that went with that. Um, I remember that show being on air. I think it was like on UPN or something, right? Yeah, uh, it was on, like, ABC. Was it? Like, yeah. And then it, like, got kicked over to ABC Family because was, they ordered, like, was, a full season, but it wasn't doing well was enough. Was that franchise owned by Disney? Yeah. Is it Disney? Because I remember going to a Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, like, Playland or something. Oh, yeah, there, there's a, there was a, the Honey, I Shrunk the Audience? Yeah. That was at Universal? Universal Studios. Not Disney. Yeah, but Disney eventually acquired it. Oh. I think I think Buena Vista had it, mm, which it. was eventually part of Disney. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> kind of like The Nightmare Before Christmas is Disney now, kind of, but it wasn't really at the beginning. It was just Buena Vista. Oh, okay. Fair enough. Um, which, oh, the reporter. That was the other person I, I recognized. Oh, yeah. Uh, the reporter lady. That bitch. <laughs> Alice Woods <laughs> is her character. Her real name is Susan Gibney. And I think, I, I, couldn't, I couldn't quite place where I remember her from, but she's done a lot of TV, like, uh, one-off parts. Uh, she was also in Crossing Jordan, which I remember you like. Is that the one with the magician? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but she's done like a whole bunch of things. There's Nash Bridges, Diagnosis Murder, The Pretender. Ah, yes, Jack. I knew she was in The Pretender. <laughs> I was gonna say it. Yes, The Pretender was the greatest TV show ever. Actually, she had a somewhat reoccurring role on Star Trek Deep Space Nine. Holy shit. She was Captain... Erica Benteen? Benteen, yeah. Oh, or Commander Erica Benteen. Badass. Depending on which episode you watched her, apparently. Hmm. Yeah, oh, people and Star grow Trek up in New Generation. Ranks. That's where I know her from, is the new, next the next generation. Have you gotten that far? Uh, yeah, because I know I, I saw her. She was in Galaxy Child and Booby Trap. She's Dr. Leah Brahms. Hmm. So I Fair knew enough. I knew I saw her in some kind of space thing. Well, that's it. <laughs> there you go. L.A. Law, LA. Columbo, <laughs> badass, and the Equalizer before Denzel Washington. Ah oh, man, <laughs> sweet. 
the TV series. <laughs> right, no, it was a TV series. Now, I did, I did have that big revelation while watching this movie because the main bad guy in this, even though you don't see him that often, is a, a rival robotics company guy that wants to steal the plans to the robot to Newman. And his last name is Jaeger. Right. <laughs> well, they call him Jaeger. Well, they do call him Jaeger, but that's just because, the, you know, at the time we didn't do uh, correct pronunciations it's in true. the 80s. It just didn't happen in America. So, <laughs> if you put it together, Jaegers, eventually they're making robots that people can control from the inside. Yep. Giant robots to fight kaiju. Yep. Two brothers that are very much into, you know, working together and... Yeah, Surfing this the is rim? the precursor to Pacific Rim. <laughs> oh my goodness! And go. <laughs> no. uh, obviously, this movie's amazing. No, this movie's not amazing because Pacific Rim is not an amazing movie either. How? What? <laughs> Who are you? The good parts of that movie are the kaiju and the Jaegers fighting. Guess yes. what? They don't do enough of in that movie. <laughs> Fair enough. Okay, I agree with that. There could they, have been a lot more of that. Guess what? They do focus on a totally chemistry-free relationship that doesn't even matter between the chick the Asian chick and the and the dude from fucking Sons of Anarchy. It's true. Is that the that guy? yeah, he's from Sons of Anarchy, right? Why not? <laughs> Who cares? That show's dumb. Oh, <laughs> uh, I hope the, I, I don't think there's gonna be any crossover between VHS gems and Sons of Anarchy, so <laughs> Ron Perlman is awesome, so is Katie Seagal. The there rest of them are fucking Ron stupid. Perlman awesome. Ron Perlman's in Pacific Rim. Yeah. So maybe there that, you go. Maybe that is him. I think it is him. I don't know. It doesn't matter. But there you go. It's it's the precursor, it's the prequel to fucking Pacific Rim. Uh it's all there, all the evidence. You you know, you'll yeah. you'll get it. Um so Jigsaw it, shows up. Oh God. God, that's true. So I'm telling you, this fucking movie. Beth has a has a weird uh, Halloween party, like in the middle of the week, yep. <laughs> with no parents around, and two kids are making out on the couch, and the girl gets up from the couch, and she's got Jigsaw from fucking uh, what are those Saw. called? Saw. Yeah, Saw movies makeup on, like perfect. Yeah. How that guy was what the, the, had, this movie is amazing. Designer, that's what it had to be. No, uh, makeup artist. <laughs> that too. We already have necromancy in the movie. <laughs> there were clearly psychics making this movie. Clearly, clearly psychics. And I love Pacific Rim, and I love Saw. You didn't even see the first Saw. I did too. You said you, you. I've seen all of them. You've seen them all now. Yeah. Oh, I know. Originally, you only saw like the second one or something. True. I started on the second one, <laughs> which is I the don't worst start. One. I don't start any series <laughs> at the beginning. So yes, the one the one trivia fact for this movie that IMDb has is that Alan Thicke provided the voice of Newman, perhaps a nod to his previous role in the film Not Quite Human which released four years prior. Also, Short Circuit was in 1986 and 1988, which I think you can see a little bit of influence into this movie also. Yeah. Uh, well, Definitely. Wasn't there a movie recently? Oh, yeah, Chappie. Chappie's the... Chappie's the awesome, Chappie. too. Short Circuit. No, it's not. How dare you? Stop perpetuating that lie. How dare you? That movie is horrible. You're horrible. And 
D. Antwood or Fuck whatever. Mother. Those people are weird and they don't need to be in movies. They can stay to their music, okay? Yeah. How dare you? Go upstairs. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> they can hear it. <laughs> Chris starts at Mitch. <laughs> they can hear the intensity just crackling. It's totally burning a hole through their iPods. Ear holes. That's what those are called. Uh, Nobody uses iPods anymore. God, old man. <laughs> the two laughed hysterically. <laughs> I was going to say, that can't be true, but it probably is true. How can that already be a dead technology? <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, just the the description of this movie on uh, Rotten Tomatoes says, "In this family fun type film, two brothers who have apparently inherited their recently deceased father's inventor type genes decide to finish their pop's robot invention." She didn't start a robot, did he? No, no. no. He built computers. He built computers. Sell it for big bucks and decide to finish or and keep mom out of the poorhouse. They put together the metal men, the metal man named Newman, who somehow has absorbed the dead dead spirit and can and can talk because of just, Beth the yeah, necromancer. If you're gonna write down this description for this movie, don't you, just be somehow. Yeah, exactly. The part that Beth calls upon the dead spirit. She uses her dark power <laughs> and, to bring Ross Alan Thick from the breach. Exactly. That, that, it, it, she's a conduit to the next <laughs> realm. She even sends it back. He does, she does. Without <laughs> nice time. Uh, the boys vow... Are... We need seven sequels of just <laughs> Beth the Necromancer. <laughs> I think, I think this, this could be done. I think first right? you have to do... Is Let's green light this shit. Go to Phoenix Comic Con... Cosplay this whole movie. Yes, <laughs> I'm, I'm sold. Angela, yes. you have to be Beth. Men of already. So you can be Josh. All right, and I will be Newman. Sweet, <laughs> Newman the robot. Yes, <laughs> in the form of electric. So the boys are wowed to find that their dad's back, but then the bad guys arrive, of course, in the form of an electronics company wanting wanting in on the Newman robot invention, and by an abrupt gal reporter who wants the big scoop, looming out in the troubled fringes too. Are the dopes responsible for the kids' dad's what death? Death demise. <laughs> These kids are up to all all this, and l- along with the robot, they're out to rack up one of the one for the good guys. So, for the good half of this movie, you're under the impression that the dad killed himself. Yeah, yeah, and it's very much dropped as a big bomb right in like the first. Five minutes. Oh yeah, Josh, heart bombs. <laughs> Josh, Josh goes storming out of the house, out of the room. He's like, why do you have to talk about him? He didn't love us anyways. That's why he killed himself. It's just like wow. And they just let it hang there. <laughs> it just hangs. It's, it's very. How, how could a kid be what? How did you watch this? It was amazing. <laughs> it made Chris who he is today. Uh, yeah, I can see it's it. It's the first time I felt during a movie. <laughs> Give me your sadness. <laughs> Show it to me. You know what got me, too? 
It was fucking Newman. When Newman said, I was like, oh, my God. When the robot shows emotions. I understand emotions now. (laughs) Had to learn them from a robot. Wow. Uh, Let's see. What what did Roger Ebert have to say about this movie? Probably that it was the best fucking thing ever. Nah. Oh, you know what? That doesn't quite work out the way that it's supposed to. So it just says, Roger Ebert did a review of this movie. August 6, 2003. Sweet. Look it up. I, I, I you can't. It says full review, but it doesn't take you to the full review. It takes you to the Chicago Tribune. Sh- yeah, yeah that's his... He was working for the Chicago I, I, I Tribune know, at the time. He had cancer. Show, it doesn't show he you didn't have a show anymore, he Mitch. He gave it two stars. <laughs> I found it. Thank you. <laughs> two thumbs up. Then you read it. All right. <laughs> Let's see. First paragraph. And you thought your parents were weird breaks new ground in at least one area. This is the first movie since Real Genius, 1985, in which a pretty girl likes a computer nerd because he's so smart. Like, not just likes. Almost to the point of... She was thirsty. sexual assault on Josh. Look, she was coming to terms with her dark power that was (laughs) manifesting. (laughs) And, you know, there are rules. Things like that. All right. You know, sex are usually involved in those type of rituals. And... <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. Um, God, why wasn't that a movie? Um, the movie Chris is going to make it. Apparently, Let's hell do it. yeah, you know. <laughs> I'll be best. <laughs> um, the movie tells the story of two brothers, Josh and Max, played by Joshua Miller and Eden Cross, who win the local science fair by. Inventing a robotic garbage can and then outdo themselves by creating a robot named Newman. There's enough plot here for six movies. Yeah. <laughs> right? As you and Roger Ebert, right there. <laughs> Fucking right there, man. <laughs> As Newman's story, Newman's memory chips are invaded by the spirit of the boy's dead father, a computer genius. The kids have always thought their father committed suicide, but it turns out that he had to have been the victim of a nefarious plot. All of which he explains in the voice of Alan Thicke. Alan oh. Thicke, the, the father of your childhood. It's true. <laughs> Not my father. <laughs> Not my childhood. <laughs> and Kirk Cameron's. Kirk Cameron's. That's right. Uh, you know. And Leonardo DiCaprio. Well, Leonardo DiCaprio was was like their foster kid in that. Yeah. Show. Yeah. Don't give me yeah. I don't like, He's also Robin Thicke's We all know that, Mitch. (laughs) Tracy Cole's... We were all there, all right? I love growing pains. Is the movie worth seeing on its own? Only marginally. It's the kind of entertainment that seems like more fun on Nickelodeon than when you paid for your ticket. (laughs) (laughs) Joshua Miller is an interesting hero. Intense, earnest, and... Thoroughly adolescent, and AJ Langer brings a certain bounce to his tomboy girlfriend. But the plot is needless, needlessly Death labyrinth. Labyrinth. Um, they're labyrinthing. Labyrinthing. Um, there's a limit to to how many schemes we can keep straight at a time, and the physical stunts seem forced and unlikely. I Complex the, plot. No, I said the exact same thing while watching. I said there's way too many things going on in this movie. Complex, complex plot. plot. There's a lot of moving <laughs> parts going, going on. on. Many it's, enemies. It's, it's many enemies and many 
different plot points. It is a view place. into real life, Look, Mitch. There is way too much like fetish going on with this movie too, between the mother and this robot that she is. What do you have against this Puritan? <laughs> exactly that. Okay, <laughs> she is. She is one step away from from putting attachments onto that robot and having her way with him. And that is her God-given right <laughs> God- as an American. <laughs> Fair enough. But, you know, you still have to think about kids are in the house, okay? Like, literally just down the hall. How do you think they got there? Okay, well, not with a robot. There was a robot before. There was no robot before. You don't know that. <laughs> and it wasn't a shop back. <laughs> it definitely wasn't shows a how much you know. <laughs> the strangest thing about it is that the parents in the movie are less weird than just about everybody else, says Roger Ebert. <laughs> and uh, Rotten Tomatoes ends up giving it 33%. Yeah. 33%. That's a third of the people <laughs> that liked it. I mean, if you can get a third of the people to agree on anything, right? You're, 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 you win. You win. That's true. That's right. That's a that's a true statement. But that also means that sixty seven percent of the people didn't like it. So that's a bigger majority. Yeah, but they're wrong. <laughs> like, how many times do we have to go over that? Just because people don't agree with you does not make them wrong. That's wrong, though. <laughs> I mean, look, we exemplify that. Thirty three percent is right and likes this movie. The other 67% are wrong. <laughs> Wait, did you ask Angela if she liked this movie or not? You just I didn't. She didn't like it. Yeah. yeah. And, and the sad part is he's right. <laughs> See? See? I should never doubt myself. I'm always right. It's not true. Definitely not true. Especially in your taste in movies. <laughs> My movies are awesome. My movies are not awesome. They're great fun. Which is... For all people. Brings me to having to watch Young and Dark Old. Crystal because of you, and that's a terrible movie. That is a great movie. How dare you? <laughs> Labyrinth is a great movie. Dark Crystal. Labyrinth is also a great movie. Why does it have to be one or the other? Because it does. They are both amazing. <laughs> you cannot like Pepsi and Coke. You cannot like... Uh, <laughs> they are not Pepsi and Coke. It's fucking Coke and Cherry Coke. <laughs> no. Yes, it is. No. It's Twizzlers and Red Vines. You can't like both. No. It's one or the other. You're wrong. This is a damn Red Vines family. God. This ew. Is a Red Vines household. Ugh, God. Licorice <laughs> is disgusting. You disgust me. You're a monster. You're a monster. <laughs> Did you have something to add, <laughs> No. <laughs> I just... <laughs> she just wants to eat her peas. <laughs> See, I, I think this movie is made as delirious. It's like Daddy just slapped Mommy at the dinner table. <laughs> That's right. My argument makes me dad in this scenario. No. Yes. <laughs> Clearly, I'm the dad. <laughs> That's what it is. Um, on the money side, this grossed four hundred thousand dollars in the U.S. That's a lot of money. <laughs> It's a lot of cheddar. How much do you think it made, or how much do you uh, think it cost to make that movie? I mean, that. think about all the special effects <laughs> and the stars. More than that. <laughs> the electricity. 
pseudo famous people. <laughs> at that time, they were famous. <laughs> I think at that time they were still pseudo famous. Alan Thick was famous, probably. Okay, he's probably, but he was only the voice. He doesn't. It's have, true. He, doesn't have to come he didn't even play the dad. No, no. they had a different actor. Oh, that's terrible. Like, why is Alan Thick too good just to show up for like actually be there? Too busy. I guess. <laughs> Leonardo DiCaprio kept him busy, man. He was a rascal. <laughs> he was a rascal. <laughs> Getting into trouble all the time. Give me a rap. No, I'm not giving keep you a rap. Going. I'm telling you keep going. I'm trying to <laughs> look something up. Why do I have to drive the conversation all the time? <laughs> this is what you signed up for. <laughs> you knew your fate. <laughs> I'm trying to look up if Box Office Mojo actually has this movie also. I doubt it. Because IMDb didn't have how much the budget for this movie was. Well, it seems like all of these movies do not have that information. This is true. They're, they are older movies, so it's it's harder to find this type of stuff. The box office mojo does not have that information. Once again, I'm right. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> I'm just a lonely voice in, this... <laughs> in these disagreements. <laughs> I'm the moderator. I was going to say, does it make you like the voice of reason between the two of us? She <laughs> speaks for the trees. <laughs> Her, the one that speaks for the trees. Come forward. You know what some of the other movies that are IMDb suggests is that people who like this also liked? Were they other movies that I liked? Uh, probably. Sweet. Let's see. Um, have you ever watched The Quest? That sounds so familiar. I know, I've always seen this box, but i never actually watched it. I don't think it's American Boy Cody whose parents have died, lives in Australia with his guardian, Gaza. Cody is very imaginative, inventive, and inquisitive. He comes across some strange events happening, and then it, it cuts off. What? <laughs> then there is uh, Not Quite Human. Great movie. Ooh. And then there's A Gnome Named Norm. Why does that sound so familiar? You had to have watched... I watched that one. My... my sister like made me watch that one so many times she loved that movie it's got anthony michael hall in it and he plays a a police detective and a, a gnome uh comes up from the underworld and is becomes partners with uh anthony michael hall to, to figure out to get the crime and i forget it's not a gnome it's a gnome it's a gnome named gnorm that sounds gnome. so familiar. Because, they, because the gnome tells them that you pronounce the G. But it's I'm supposed to be gnome. Positive that I've never actually seen oh, this movie. I guess that's going to be a I one. need to see uh, this. Yeah, throw that one in. Because, that sounds amazing. Yeah, I bet you'd love it. Uh, I've seen uh, Troll in Central Park. There's, I remember something about that. That's a cartoon, though, right? Yeah. Okay. Uh, there's the Ewok Adventure. Oh, there's shit. There's Ewoks of Battle for Endor. And then there's that's the, a, that's the darkest part of the Star Wars universe. <laughs> Even darker than the holiday special. Yeah, man. They show you this loving, happy family, 
and then they kill them five minutes later. Burn them alive. Oh, so dark that way. Not like dark secret like the holiday special. Well, day. that too. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. And then Little Bigfoot was the other movie that they suggested. Little Bigfoot. Which sounds like it'd be a movie about Native Americans or something, but it's like a Bigfoot, but a small version. I was thinking Harry and the Hendersons. Yeah, Henry and the Hendersons. Harry and the Hendersons. Ah, that was awesome too. I loved that. I like that movie. That's a great movie. That's John Lithgow though. Yeah. Can't go wrong with John Lithgow. They had a TV show too, right? Yeah, not John Lithgow though. I enjoyed that as well. <laughs> I don't doubt it. That was like in the same block as Coach. So I ended up watching Coach <laughs> that, too. That surprises me the most, that you liked Coach. I didn't really like it. I just watched, watched it because it. <laughs> it was on. <laughs> Sounds After like Harry and the Hendersons, it's like like the most dry like comedy ever. I mean, I laughed sometimes because there were funny parts. That's it had so Patrick Starr uh, from the SpongeBob. Because back then you were like, "There's Patrick Starr." Right yeah, there. I don't think you've been Patrick Starr yet. <laughs> I was Pretty like, sure. man, in ten years, <laughs> that guy, he's gonna have he's to... gonna be making all kinds of money. <laughs> like, is this what's, what's the? Uh, is this a good time to call? No, this is Patrick. Uh, <laughs> no, this is Patrick. Is this the first to crab? <laughs> first to crab? <laughs> I've never watched that episode. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Oh uh, yeah. You're it's, getting the best it's parts. It's my childhood. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm old. <laughs> uh, okay, let's see some of uh, the five-star reviews on Amazon. Yes. Five-star reviews. <laughs> Nothing but five-star reviews. Except for three one-star reviews. <laughs> Shipment came in wrong. <laughs> Uh, okay, here's a good family movie uh, title, five-star review by Jack Cox. Pretty interesting story. I recommend this for any family. Yes. That's it. That's his whole... Uh, I wholeheartedly agree. Phil Lystick says great. Five stars. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Judith A. Braun. Cute movie. With an exclamation mark. So, Cute movie! Airtight. Yeah. Airtight. All of these <laughs> reviews. Uh, let me go see what a one-star review of this movie says. Shipment came in one hour later than <laughs> intended. <laughs> one star. Amazon customer. One-star review titled, Wasn't What We Expected. <laughs> Whole review says, Disappointed in the storyline. That's it. That's their review. Well, their <laughs> review is ridiculous. <laughs> Two star review. Oh, was that the only one star? That was only one one star. <laughs> oh my god! Moxie cat. Two star review. Dead dad and have its inanimate object. Spoilers. The, 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 no, that's just right there in her her title. God it says if you can make it through Jack Frost with Michael Keaton, then you can make it through this. You can make it through this. Hey. Nothing really stands this out. This movie came way before Jack Frost. How does it being great 
but it is a cute flick, but it's a cute flick, and my four-year-old liked it. See? Is this your mom? I'm not the only one. (laughs) (laughs) We have... I mean, there's not... There's the only two-star review. There's only a couple three-star reviews, and there's only, like, three five-star reviews, so... Boom. Done. So many people had so much to say about <laughs> they this movie. They did. You don't have to say much about this movie. <laughs> it speaks yeah, for itself. It does. It actually doesn't because there's so many things going on <laughs> that it's it's very much needs explanation. It has a lot to say. They were setting up a lot for the many sequels and with spin-offs. Beth the Necromancer. <laughs> that is going to be the the the. Word, the phrase of the week right there. But I want to change... I kind of want to change the Beth and the Necromancer. <laughs> That's what... I mean, it's just going to be the explanation for anything. You'd be like, why... This is our running gag from why, now on. Why is the toast being burned in the in the toaster? Beth, the Necromancer. Who forgot? Coming to terms with her dark power. Who forgot to fill up the, the ice trays in the freezer? Damn it, Beth. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, that's okay. So I think we um, have gone over all what the rest of the internet has to say. Obviously, Chris, you would recommend this. What are some of the if it, what are some of the other movies that you would recommend that go with this? Or like, if someone likes a certain type of movie, they'll like this movie. All the movies that I've enjoyed on VHS Gems. That's every movie. That's not every movie. It's almost every movie. Like, even the movie, some of the movies I suggested you actually end up liking. That's true. Like, I think Fright Night's the only thing that you didn't like. That's true. I didn't like Fright Night. That's the one. <laughs> that was bad. <laughs> I, I, I can't think of too many. I mean, because you ended up liking uh, My Best Friend's a Vampire. Yeah, that was awesome. Because it's, it's weird, kind of just it's weird. It's just a good time. Mm-hmm. And I don't even know what else of the movies are mine. I think, uh, I know it's that Moms of Alien and, and Munchies is mine. Right. But we haven't watched those yet. What uh, The Werewolf, My Mom's a Werewolf was mine. And we couldn't find that anywhere. You picked Mac and Me, which was weird. You like stole, yeah. You like stole it. Like you threw it out there, and I was like, "You son of a bitch!" That was gonna be my pick. So Mac and me and 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 front. And then I picked. um, Did you pick Friday? I think so. Maybe I don't know. I picked. Uh, Yeah, I think I did because you took Mac and me. So so I took Fright Night (laughs) out of spite. Yeah, I was like, "Fuck you!" I know that you like this movie, and it's all on the same list. And my best friend's a vampire, so that you know, of the five that I picked, we've only done two because the third one can't be found. uh, Return of the Killer Tomatoes, which neither of us had seen. Yeah, we just kind of picked up on that one. Yeah, yeah, but that ended up being the best one. It did so far. Once again, if you haven't watched Return of the Killer Tomatoes... Go watch it. Go watch it. What are you doing? (laughs) YouTube. Then you you can go watch it, and and you thought your parents were weird. I'm okay with that. Uh, Angela, uh, would there be any other movies that you would recommend that would go along with this type of movie? I don't know. (laughs) Did you like it? I did not like like this movie. So you wouldn't wouldn't recommend this movie for, for people to watch? Nope. No, not not even like in a silly drunken haze or anything like that. No, it's just like flat. It's, it's very, very flat. But it has 
storyline peaks. Mitch and Angela (laughs) agree because they're the same person. Hey, that says more about you than it does about us. I didn't say it didn't. (laughs) See, we just need to find a female Chris now. And all will be right with the world. (laughs) That's scary to think about. (laughs) Uh, I bet I have big boobs. So take that the way you want, folks. Nothing to say there. Nobody's gonna know what's going on. <laughs> yes, he is groping himself right now as he says this. It's very strange. I wish he would. Stop. I mean, not right now. No, right now. Like a second ago, I was. Well, okay, that too. I mean, now I am again. <laughs> oh my. Um. I would have to say, I mean, obviously, yeah, I don't think anybody should go watch this movie. How go out dare of your way you? to watch this movie. How dare uh, you? If you have a child under it's like the age of... It's like $2. Just watch it. Under the age of six, above Fantastic the age of four, time. then yeah, maybe you could set them in front of it and, and let it play. It's no. got colors. Inundate them mm. early. It's Teach them about the dark colors. arts. Quit <laughs> Beth the Necromancer. Even, even, we watched this off of Google Play. They didn't even have... An HD version to no. pick from. It's just SD. Yes. Which I mean, it's the best way to watch it. No. We we should have brought out a CRT TV to watch it on. <laughs> this is true. This is VHS gems for a reason. Um, so yeah, that, that's where I I, I put it. Um, I don't know. Don't don't watch this movie unless you really like Teen Witch and you want to see what happened to the younger brother <laughs> where he went. <laughs> And or almost human, or almost human. Want to know what Doctor Jonas Carson's brother uh, Matthew Carson did with his life? Oh, apparently he went and had family, and then got, ran off of a road because of a skunk. Or if you are a fan of Will Magnus of DC <laughs> Comics, that's right. Matthew Carson smokes a, a, a pipe. pipe. Throughout his uh, home videos and... And ends up being a metal man. Becomes a metal man. So thus, Will Mag- Dr. Will Magnus of the Metal Men. It's all there. It, it is all there. The, the footprints, <laughs> or blueprints, I should say, of the rest of media. We are going to national treasure this shit. <laughs> there is a treasure map on the back of the Constitution. <laughs> we can find it. We have to find in this movie. an original print of the VHS of Return of the Killer Tomatoes. <laughs> and then we have to find My Mom is a Werewolf. Because <laughs> the rest of the map is on that. And I think there will be Messages from a time traveler at the end of the credits for each one of these movies. And, and it'll actually be VHS Gems. There you go. That's the name of our movie. <laughs> <laughs> and then it'll be up to us to then put it into a box and put it out and dig a hole in the desert. and plant For the navigator for the, to come oh pick up. Oh my god. <laughs> It's so perfect. We have the best friends, and then, you know, the chick, you know, because there has to be, like... E- there has know. to be one of them that has the, the, the romantic, you know, Beth, relationship. the necromancer. Yeah. Right. Bye. Okay. Well, there you go, folks. We have our next ten years of our lives planned out, so... Uh, 
if you want to find us, you know, keep going back here and uh, making sure that you listen to our further adventures of... On this season of VHS <laughs> Gems. We're going to national treasure this up. <laughs> no, don't go. It's dangerous. In a world. Fuck you, Nick Cage. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> I never felt this way before. all right there you go folks keep keep listening keep coming back it's gonna be interesting this season uh let's go ahead and pick our movie you you have a coin this time no god damn you i do i might actually i don't know i probably do i'll get it before you i'm not gonna look for it though okay there we go (laughs) Ha-ha. All right, heads, it's munchies, tails, it's my stepmom's an alien. That was a very much NFL to- coin toss for you there. Heads, the munchies. <laughs> Can you tell I was like, I've never done this before? <laughs> <laughs> never flipped a coin. Goddamn millennials. Have apps to do all these things for me. <laughs> okay, uh, so munchies. There you go. The sci-fi horror comedy about uh alien race that traveled to earth uh pre mesopotamian times and and was made themselves a temple in uh, machu picchu this what? right yeah they're they're little aliens too so and you say that this movie has a lot going on <laughs> yes this movie has necromancy robotics and Terrible bullies that eventually become bulk from Angel Grove High. It's true. <laughs> uh, but there, there you go. That's uh, that that's where we're at. Um, Want to go ahead and give out your uh, Twitter handle, Angel? Um, now I'll be best a necromancer. <laughs> but look out for that one. <laughs> for now, for now, it's Flowery Tales F L. W R and then Wreath Tales. On Twitter? <laughs> GC? Uh, wizard, WWWYZERD, but I don't use social media very much, so don't even bother. So that's, that's him on Twitter and his Facebook page. And I am at agent underscore of the underscore bat on Twitter. <laughs> Second funny. underscore always gets me. <laughs> And at Geek Elite Radio is our Geek Elite Radio Twitter page. Uh, Geek Elite Radio on Facebook is where you'll find most of us talking about uh, our different VHS gems and what we thought of the movies and just generally whatever other news we find. Um, always go and check out uh, our website, geekeliteradio.com. You can find more archived uh, podcasts of either this or any one of the other shows on our network. And... Uh, you know, that's uh, pretty much all we have to, to promote. you have anything else you guys mm-hmm. want to say? Yeah, all right. <laughs> Hooray for the sounds of silence. Uh, there you go. This has been VHS Gems on the Geek Elite Radio Networks. Saying until next time, always remember to geek, geek out. out. We now return you to your regularly scheduled program.